This is your mulligan. I don't play golf, and I spent most of my life believing that it had something to do with Rodney Dangerfield and gophers, but I know what a mulligan is. This is episode one of Make It Pop. It's Amy Morales with Capiche Marketing in downtown Wharton, Texas. This is Make It Pop, the small business marketing podcast for moms and pops just trying to make it. In this episode, you'll learn seven ways that your business can not only survive, but create massive momentum during the COVID-19 pandemic and prepare for inevitable change in customer behaviors. Small businesses like yours deserve big strategy. Let's get to it. I know as a small business owner, you're probably juggling 100 different things right now. That sounds a lot like normal for a lot of us, actually. So for this example, let's set all of those things on fire. That's what we're dealing with right now. Believe me when I list out these things that are crucial to your business's survival. No, thrival. I list them knowing that you have limited time. I list them knowing that you're stressed because it's that important. Still, I recommend you take a look at each and every one of these steps and work to build that momentum now. First things first, audit your brand, including both offline and online efforts. Now, don't get stuck here. Don't say to yourself, brand, I have one man shop in a small rural town. I don't have a brand. I just have a business. Time out. I realize this is just episode one of Make It Pop, So you can't be expected to know the hills on which I'm willing to die. This is one of those hills. Your business is so much more than an open and closed sign. It's massive compared to the idea of a register or inventory or some new signage. I'll tell you what, if you take anything away from any episode of Make It Pop from here till eternity, let it be this. Your business is worth it. Good ideas and intense, solid marketing strategy and efforts are not exclusive to corporations and million-dollar companies. You and your small business are so worth these efforts that I've created an entire livelihood out of making that be known. Come at me, bro. I could do this all day. Your business is worth it. In case you don't remember where we were before that train derailed, I mentioned auditing your brand. So what are we auditing? Anything about your business online and offline. While we provide incredibly thorough marketing and web presence audits at Capiche Marketing, there's most definitely a way to get a version of that done in-house. And guess what? I'm going to lay it all out for you. So grab your handy dandy notebook and let's get started. You have to start with a plan. And while creating a detailed marketing plan for your small business could be its own episode, I'm going to skim through the important parts. Your marketing plan is a document that lists your visions, your goals, and benchmark data. My favorite part of any marketing plan is creating what we call buyer personas. You might also hear these called avatars or profiles. Tomato, tomato, just get it done. Write out in great detail what your best customers look like. 
And I mean that. What do they wear? What do they drive? Eat? What kind of education do they have? Where do they shop? What's their family life like? Give them names, hairstyles, attitudes. It sounds like a silly psychology experiment. Trust me, I know. In reality, it's not only insightful, but it creates a filter for all of your marketing efforts, which saves you frustration and more importantly, money. You won't waste marketing efforts on targets that don't fit the profile. Other parts of your marketing plan can include information about competitors, marketing budget, and delegation of marketing responsibilities. With a marketing plan completed, you're now ahead of more than half of small business owners. Multiple surveys over the last several years have uncovered that less than half of small business owners have a marketing plan in place. In small rural towns, those numbers are even lower. The rest of your audit requires you to gather every piece of marketing material you have and laying it out on the table in a binder or on your living room floor. It's best if you can see every flyer, business card, letterhead, invoice, menu, newspaper ad, or price tag at a glance. Do all the pieces look like they belong in the same family? Are they easily recognizable? Take note of which pieces need updating and which are great as is. Are all these pieces generic with a lukewarm message meant for anyone passing by? Or do they make it clear to whom they're speaking? McDonald's doesn't waste time converting people who like to eat Whole30 or Paleo. Louboutin doesn't place ads in the Thrifty Nickel or offer an in-store layaway program. Those big brands pay big bucks to have a room full of people remind them to speak to their target audience. I'm coming to you for free to say that you should do the same. All those printed materials should be polished, branded, and have a message that reflects what you've set forth in the marketing plan. Next up is a digital search of your brand. Google your business name along with the city and state. Take note of what comes up. Your website should definitely be the first organic search result. You should also see your business at the correct map pin location above all the search results. If you have a Google My Business listing, which you should... That information should also pull up in a separate knowledge card or knowledge panel with photos of the location and complete information fields like business hours, phone numbers, website, and reviews. This pretty well confirms that customers in the area looking for you have a good chance of finding the right info. It won't be all rainbows and unicorns for you. It's very likely, depending on your industry, that your competitor's information will also pull up. That's if they're doing a good job of managing their own web presence. And if they aren't, that's no reason to slack off because everyone catches on eventually and Google keeps a record of not only who's doing it right, but who's been doing it right the longest. Get all those items locked down now to create that solid history. And bare minimum is not the way to stay on top. Use your Google My Business account to upload videos and detailed information about your products and services especially now and likely into the post-pandemic future. Customers expect to find up to the second information whenever they're online. Just going to cut in here really quick and make it abundantly clear. Your Google My Business listing is free, absolutely free, and it's free to get it verified. So if some scummy, lower-than-dirt person in a call center ever dials your business number and tries to convince you that they're from Google and they want to help you get verified, they're full of baloney. Tell them to kick rocks and hang up. 
I can't tell you the amount of clients we've had tell us that they felt pressured into sending $300, $400, even $600 to these people. They're low lives. Just stick with me and you'll get it done yourself for free. Other parts of your web presence audit should include proofreading and testing your website. All the links should work, it should load quickly without missing images, and it should appear nicely and adapt for mobile screens. It's all about ease and customer experience. If users can't simply tap a button to call you or fill in a quick contact form to get what they need, you may have lost them completely. Lastly, audit any social media accounts for the same information accuracy. One of the most common issues we see when clients first reach out to us is they don't realize that multiple Facebook pages have been created using their business name. Sometimes it's because they forgot a password and thought they had to make a new one. Other times, a former employee controls the page and we have to work to gain access. Whatever the story and situation, be sure your social media accounts are easy to find, you're using the designated business accounts and not personal profiles. And that's it. Your basic audit and starter marketing plan is in the books. Now it's time for action. The second way to create marketing momentum toward the post-pandemic world is to tell a more meaningful story. Does your community actually know your story? Your customers want to cheer you on. And increasingly, those with buying power, the millennials and Generation Z, find brand stories the most important factor when deciding to champion a business. Tell your customers why they should care and what they're caring about when they support you. In turn, they'll feel more connected to your brand and pass that story along to others. For free, just because they like you, and they like your story being part of their own. We tell stories in three parts, a beginning, middle, and an end. When telling your brand story, those sections coincide with the problem, the solution, and the success. Customers connect when they hear problems similar to their own. Learning about a solution to that issue gives them hope and can even be transformative for some people. Now that they've heard your story, wrap it up by sharing your success. Positivity is infectious and customers want to be cheerleaders. Better still, those fans become super fans. Super fans are ambassadors for your business. A small army of enthusiastic salespeople is what we're creating whenever we talk about super fans. And it's possible for the smallest of businesses. It happens every day when they simply share their story. The third way to create marketing momentum right now is to create a ridiculous amount of content. I've been saying it since shutdowns began. It's prime time to get rare photos of your location taken. No blurry traffic, without having to dodge people and messes. You always have the opportunity to take those types of photos. When have you ever been able to shut down a whole day to facilitate a professional photo shoot day? Get on it. Hose down your sidewalk or entryway, turn on the lights, open the blinds, and get a shot just before dusk. In real estate marketing, they call those twilight photos. The how-to is the same. So I challenge you. Tonight, Google how to take twilight photos for real estate. Tomorrow evening, you're taking those photos, and I want to see them. Email those photos to amy at heymakeitpop.com, and we'll feature them on our Facebook page. Again, that's amy at heymakeitpop.com. No excuses. Your iPhone, Galaxy smartphone is just fine. 
On top of those photos, which will be gorgeous and make perfect social media covers, by the way, now is the time to churn out social media posts, blog articles, press releases, and email messages like never before. A daily state of your business post on Facebook on top of your regular posting would not be amiss. Sending subscribers a weekly email with information about changing hours, menus, product inventory, and some positive news or some motivational messaging is just what people need right now to feel connected. Be there for them when they look for you in their newsfeed and inbox. Now's the time to install Canva, Adobe Spark, Ripple, or some other image and video editing apps on your phone and go all out. The fourth way, and I think my favorite one on this list, to come out of this better than before is by realizing that this is your mulligan. Now, I don't play golf, and I spent most of my life believing that it had something to do with Rodney Dangerfield and gophers, but I know what a mulligan is. And in my decade of small business marketing experience, businesses rarely, if ever, get a second chance to make an impression. Get out your big black Sharpie and write it on your forehead. Now is the time. Right now, everyone's watching to see how you react. Are you being attentive to your customers' needs? Are you meeting them where they are, online, with timely, accurate information and ways for them to engage and interact? Hell, people want HEB to take over at FEMA because the incredible way that they've managed logistics and customer service during this time. What are people saying about you? If you don't already have a website, get one. I'd love for Capiche Marketing to manage the project for you, but if that's not in the cards for some reason, go get yourself a temporary one for free through Google My Business. I did a live late night marketing chat about that recently. You can find it on the Capiche Marketing Facebook page. Now is not the time to stare at your feet and feel bad that you never did those things that Amy told you to do. It's time to seize this indescribable opportunity and take control of the things you've let slide. Double down on your marketing efforts. Get excited about it and celebrate the fact that you have this chance to reach people like never before. When we come out of this slump, people will most remember who you were during this time and your marketing failures of the past are staying back there. Let's move forward. Speaking of moving forward, now's a great time to get a solid email marketing plan in place. Email remains the best way to reach loyal customers with timely messages. On average, small businesses see $40 return for every $1 that they spend on email marketing. $40! I've been a fan and a partner with Constant Contact for over five years. Go to heymakeitpop.com slash email and follow our link to sign up for a 60-day free trial of Constant Contact. Just for listeners, I also offer a free branded email template, help building your list and getting it uploaded, and a custom email marketing plan for you to follow. Again, go to heymakeitpop.com slash email and get started today. All right, let's get back to it. The fifth way to create marketing momentum toward the post-pandemic world is to identify new opportunities. They're honestly everywhere. So many restaurants had never even considered delivering, and they're now killing it by partnering with Favor, Uber Eats, or even creating their own in-house delivery team. When regulations lift, will you go back to business as usual or actually evolve through this? Something something forged in fire, am I right? 
I saw so many local restaurants scramble to get a menu online in the days following lockdowns. I think by now it's quite clear that menus should have been online all along. But let's take it a step further. Should you offer ordering via Facebook Messenger? Payments via Venmo or Cash App for contactless payments? When you take steps to make the ordering experience easier and present your products and services in a way that reduces friction and speaks your customer's language, you win. On an emotional level, you're the champion because you didn't just deliver. You solved problems and relieved stress. That's how you stand out and that's how you win. Try something new. Embrace technology and find new ways during this time to reach your customers. Then when it's all over, you'll be a pro. Don't stop there. The sixth way to remain on top and come out of this thing smelling like roses is by realizing the permanent impact and pivot. Many experts believe that while we may all return to our routines and schedules outside of our homes, shoppers and consumers in general across generations will change the way that they interact with businesses. Health consciousness will remain long after the novel coronavirus is gone. The visual assurance of employees sanitizing within your business will continue to have an impact on purchasing decisions. In days like these, a staff member with a rag and a bottle of bleach speaks more to safety and security than cameras and a security guard to some. That says a lot. Other loyal dining customers are cleaning off dining room tables, sitting down with their families, and enjoying takeout. If it takes 21 days to make a habit, we're well on our way to having entirely new preferences and norms. Now would be a great time to poll your existing customers. What would they like to see stay whenever this all clears? Would they like a weekly menu item special that they can order through Facebook Messenger exclusively? Whatever it is, however you need to pivot to better communicate to your target audience's post-pandemic behavior, make sure you're ready. Lastly, the seventh and final tip I have for you so you can get yourself some of that thrival, speak to customer fears, complaints, and problems. My Facebook friends are sad. Others are angry, frustrated. Several are tired and not at all confident that they're doing a good job of parenting. Most are just ready for some semblance of their past routines. So, so many want to connect with people and be close to loved ones. Where does your business fit in that list? How can your product and services fill a gap or solve a problem? Just by being open and genuinely helpful goes a long way to build trust. You'll notice all the OEMs or automotive manufacturers are doing that right now. Kind of. Each commercial starts with something like, we know you're working from home and doing your best. Or Chevy understands during these unprecedented times. The problem is each one of those ads finishes up with, so we're offering this really awesome financing so that you can still buy a whole car right now. Maybe I don't have my priorities straight, but I highly doubt anyone's just chomping at the bit to purchase a vehicle right now. E for effort, I guess. Then again, I specialize in marketing for small businesses and rural towns across America. I'm not passionate about marketing for the big guys, but I really think they could have dropped the sales pitch and just let customers know their service departments are open for minimal contact repairs, warranty work, and preventative maintenance. That's how they would have won me over anyway. 
be sure in all of your messaging right now that you're speaking to specific pain points and explaining how you have the salve. If you're there for your fans now, they'll remember and they'll be there for you in a big way when this is all over. Thank you so much for listening. Let's continue the conversation. Text code make it pop no spaces to 31996 to get exclusive content and show notifications. Join the Make It Pop Small Business Owners Community Group on Facebook. If you're local, attend a small business marketing meetup. They're the first Wednesday each month at 9am at Capiche Marketing in downtown Wharton, Texas. And you can always find detailed show notes, resources, and more at heymakeitpop.com.